Hello and welcome to the Lauren of Love podcast. I've thought a lot about this intro, so I'm just going to speak from my heart. This is a show where we can focus on deep dialogue, tough conversations around personal development, spirituality, and inner work. You're here because you're dedicated to your growth, your expansion, your transformation. You want more out of life, and you're a spiritual woman who's calling in abundance and believes that the tools and the gateway to creating the life of her dreams are within. This is the space for us to learn all of the strategies and all of the practices of what makes us the most abundant, prosperous, successful version of ourselves. Along this journey, I'm going to be sharing some stories, some real raw lessons behind the scenes of my own life, and some tools and tricks that you can embody in your own spiritual practice. I've been a personal development and spiritual teacher for the last five years full time in an online business, and I'm so empowered and so grateful to be able to share this medicine with you on the show. Let's dive in, let's get started, and let's transform together. For courses, programs, and a sacred membership, go visit laurenoflove.com. Hello, you guys. Ooh, what's happening here? My voice is a little wonky today. Um... Oh my gosh, I have I have so much happening. I am about to record a live video on Instagram about what I am processing and what I am moving through on my healing journey. I'm like so excited about this. And also too, um, yeah, there's there's so much happening, right? Like I think all of us are in this deep study of healing and changing our lives and moving forward and taking these big actions and I just celebrate each and every one of you. You're doing all amazing, incredible work. Um, Yeah, super rad. The HEAL program is opening up soon. That's getting me real excited. And uh, it was really a good time for this interview that you guys are going to hear today. So I have a beautiful sister in the Instagram community named Ashan, and she, uh, you know, grew up in a very Christian kind of dynamic environment where God was this masculine male being outside of her. And she's in a season of her life where she's really suffering with her body. In fact, the things that she's moving through right now are so difficult and challenging for her nervous system that she can't even speak. And so uh, Sean asked me um, a lot of questions on Instagram about God and saying, you know, why does God want me to suffer? And, and how do I heal this? And like, what why why would i be you know all the the hardship around when things that are difficult are happening to us um how do we have faith how do we hold our prayer how do we believe in a loving god when we are in seasons of suffering and uh this conversation on instagram was just so beautiful that i asked her if i could get on a call with her and to talk to her while she on the other side, asked questions by typing. And so we had this beautiful dialogue around healing and uh, taking care and understanding like when your body's going through something, like what that actually means, what it represents, what it's there to teach you. We talk also too about God and concepts of spirituality, like God the Father, God the mother, right? And and love frequency and all of these things. And you get to hear a little bit about my perspective on all of those energies. And also in the episode two, I talked to her about how she can take her power back. So for anybody in the season of life where you feel like you're not really fully in your power, uh, this will be a really beautiful interview to listen to as well. So I'm really excited to share it with all of you. I hope you enjoy it. And I want to also remind you that... Um, if you resonate with anything that Ashan is asking or anything that I'm sharing today, uh, just as I say to her in this interview, this is a really beautiful opportunity for healing. Uh, and if you are in that season of your life, the HEAL program right now has a special deal for enrollment between now and August 31st. So um, if you are feeling the call to take action and to get that special deal, you can go to the Heal sales page and book a discovery call directly with me and we can drop in and see if it's a good fit. So I will share the link to that in the show notes of this episode, as well as just reminding you that uh, spiritual study, 
that's available to you inside of the membership if that's something that's really calling you as well. So we'll put both links below for the show. And I'm so excited to share this episode with you. Enjoy it, guys. A couple of things just to keep in mind as you listen to this episode, Sean uh, Sean can't speak. So the questions that she's asking are being uh, sent via text, right? So there are a lot of pauses and silence inside of this container, inside of this recording. Just be patient. And you'll also notice that I blow my nose from time to time because I'm working with Hoppe Medicine during the prayer of this dialogue. So please just be mindful of that as well and enjoy. I've pressed record and uh, I'd like if I can, you know, before we begin, just to get a little bit settled to, um, you know, maybe just take some breaths and really think about like what is on your heart and what you want to talk about today and what you want uh, answers to. And I want to be really clear too in, in what I'm sharing that there may be perspectives of what I carry in my heart that may not be in yours. And there may be perspectives that I carry in my heart that are really in yours, right? You're like, yes, I, oh, that makes so much sense. I hear that, yes, you know. Um, So just practice, like I tell every one of my students, practice discernment in knowing what medicine is right for you, you know, in this season of your life. There are many perspectives that I carry today that if I shared with myself five years ago or even one year ago, I would say, oh, you're crazy, you know? So um, yeah, just keeping that in mind, right? So so what I'd like to do maybe um, is just drop in with uh, a thought and, and asking yourself, maybe if you want to start typing um, the questions that come to mind, you know, as they come to you and and let them continue because we can chat this way as you share your question. And that's really what this is about. You're just going to ask me a bunch of questions, right? So um, I just wanted to share that concept on discernment. You know, uh, this is about finding your way. And if we are in a perspective of trying to break the belief systems that we have been given as children, it's important that we are always in our intuition and that we are not just taking what we are hearing and saying, oh, she said it, it must be true. Because that's what we did with our parents, you know? So just like be aware of that. So um, I'm just gonna get some tissues really quickly. And while I'm doing that, uh, I would love, I'm gonna be working with some of my medicines to just support my channel and my prayer, my heart. So um, while I'm getting that prepared, just write down the very first question that you have coming to your mind, whatever comes to you. Okay. So the what you're saying is the more you do your inner work, the the more pain you are in. Is that what I'm hearing? Like physical body pain. What are you currently experiencing in your body? Like what the what maybe like diagnosis symptoms, like where, where are you in that perspective? So um, I'm gonna read your question out loud after I serve myself some medicine, maybe write down while I'm doing this, the um, injuries or ailments you have, and just like, keep in mind this whole conversation, Ashan is all a prayer, right? So like what we are opening up together is really sacred and God is here and present. So as you're writing down your symptoms, like just be aware that um, 
you're writing these things to be released, right? This is not like what I have in my suffering, but what I'm letting go of. So keep that energy in mind as you write your words and share maybe some of the symptoms you have going on. And then I'll read your question and then respond. Okay, so Ashad, you say you have physical pain. I have a nervous system condition that causes nerve pain called trigomedial neuralgia. I have a nerve on the left side of my face that triggers severe nerve pain whenever I move my mouth or jaw or touch my face. I can't chew, drink, or take meds without pain. It's nerve pain across the left side of my face. When did you when did you notice this condition? Like what has when how long have you had this condition for? And how old are you? It started May 2020 and became severe March 2021. So may, this is very interesting, right? Like, um, I'm just gonna speak to this for a minute. A lot of what I have seen transpire over the last two to three years is the surfacing of trauma through physical body ailment. And it has come up a lot, it happened with me. And it's very interesting how this has happened for many people within the 2020 year, 2019, it started to surface for me because I'm, I'm ultra sensitive and I could feel like this thing coming, you know, for all. Not everybody's going through this, but a lot of people are now seeing ailments surface at this period of time. And it's all like we see it in our external reality through the pain and suffering that we're witnessing in social media and uh, what we read on the news, right? There, there's a lot of suffering. So it's all coming to the surface as a collective and it's all coming to the surface for individuals as well. So May, 2020, did you... Uh, <sighs> I'm wondering, was COVID a hard hit for you? Was what happened with COVID a hard hit outside of like the physical body, like in life? It gave me a lot of anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So um, part of this learning that's coming through for you, right? is the awareness that what is happening in your external reality is greatly affecting your emotional balance and your physical balance of wellness. Your body is holding on to this trauma energy. And so the body needs healing, right? But also being aware that like the spirit needs healing as well. And a lot of the times in this process of being a human, we ourselves, um, we don't know how to create energy within us. We're very, um, we're, we're, we're struggled in the sense of we react to the world around us, right? We're attached. And so what happens in our external reality dictates how we feel internally. And um, really, this is a study for you on rewriting that and reversing it. Because really what can happen if we believe and if we study and if we pray and if we do our work, our internal reality can reflect and put out an external experience for the good, for the better, for our highest vibration, for our healing, for our love, for our prosperity, for play, for all of it, right? And right now, the internal reality is a little chaotic, right? And that's okay. We've all been there. I've been there. Um, so just speaking to uh, this question at the top, it seems like every time I attempt to do any inner work, dig into spirituality or manifest money, I end up with more pain. Like today, I rather lay in bed in fetal position than continue my inner work journey. Even as I prepared for this meeting, I dealt with pain. 
I know that resistance is normal, but sometimes the pain is more than I can bear. Is this normal? Um, yes, 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 yes. <sighs> and I will say too, it doesn't have to be this way, right? Like um, what, what you now are sharing with me is this, this sacred perspective that you have that, that maybe is causing a little bit more suffering for you in this um, reality is that the more I do my inner work, the more uh, sick I get, right? And that's the story that is playing out for you. And what I'd encourage you maybe to sit with uh, is the perspective that the energy that is painful that's coming out is coming out to be released. So when you are feeling pain in your body, what's a helpful practice and a helpful approach to have is like, this is coming out to heal my body. It's a cleansing, it's a release of something. And learning how to have that perspective with the energy that's moving through you is really helpful. Um, working with the body, being aware of the body. And this is a practice, we could talk more about it, but <sighs> it's very normal and it's not necessary, right? Like um, we can also have the perspective well, first, let me just share like an example of this part of when I was really sick, I had this skin on fire rash that took over my whole body. Like I couldn't shower. My whole body just felt like it was on fire and burning. And I would itch to the point where I would bleed and like all this liquid was coming out. It was so hard. And I sat in an ayahuasca ceremony this weekend and I noticed that a little bit of the rash was back on my hip. And so um, rather than telling myself the story, oh, the more inner work I do, the sicker I get, it's like, cool, that's a part of my, all right, it's releasing, okay, cool. Let me be gentle with myself. Let me tend to it. Let me massage it a little bit with some oils. Let me learn how to soothe myself, you know, calm the body back into its nervous system. Part of the reason this is coming up for you is because you're learning how to meet your own needs and learning how to uh, be in a perspective where you master your own body. Right. So we'll dive into that a little bit more as well. Um, is there a question that's coming up for you right now in this moment? Good, good. Okay. So can I continue to just speak to you and channel for you? Okay, cool. So how are you feeling on this call in this moment? Good about what you're saying. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so um, what I would like to know is like what inner work besides this call, what inner work have you done recently, uh, manifesting money, spirituality, inner work, etc., where the pain started to really surface? If you don't have an example, that's okay too, but I just want to ask if you have like a specific memory. All right, she says, I've been journaling about the things I feel that I would never say, like my mother is narcissistic. I journal about how she really makes me feel and the pain she has caused me over the years. Okay, beautiful. So, oh, this is good. This is really good. So when you do this, the pain surfaces within the body? Yes, okay. So um, let's talk about inner work for a minute and like the really important perspective to have. So inner work 
like everything, right, has a light side and has a dark side, right? And uh, I need to speak to this because it's really important. Sometimes when we are in this perspective where we are addicted to our suffering, let me explain what that means, right? This is really important. Um, I was addicted to my suffering. It's the belief that um, life has to be hard for me, the belief that uh, I don't get what I want in my life, the belief that it's not safe to be me, the belief that I can't have a healthy body, all of these perspectives that we carry in our belief system. Um, even if it's like, well, I believe that, but I also know logically I can, right? Like even, even that is, is the belief, right? And you're saying, I have all of those beliefs. Beautiful. Okay. You are aware. That's perfect. So sometimes when we have those perspectives, we're not coming into our inner work journey in a, um, in a good way, in a right relationship way. Because if we carry those beliefs and we surface our suffering and we write about all the ways our mother has hurt us and all the ways that we have been abandoned, we are so focused on the pain and we are fueling the story that we are victims and, and sufferers, right? So inner work can have this shadow when we're not coming to it from the right perspective or at the right perspective or in right relationship with. It's kind of like, you know, alcohol, right? Like if you have a good relationship with alcohol and you can use it in a sacred way to celebrate and to play and to connect and it is of a high vibration, you will have beautiful experiences. You won't feel hungover the next day. You won't feel, you know, all of these things. But when we're using alcohol in a low vibrational way to cope with trauma or because we don't feel like we're good, right? Like then what happens? We overdrink, we get into a lot of pain. We feel a lot of suffering. We maybe do some really embarrassing things, right? It's inner work is kind of the same way, right? It's like, if you're coming into it with that perspective that you are meant to suffer, um, everything that you surface will cause suffering. And um, also too, suffering or, or uh, is different than um, feeling discomfort, right? So suffering is, oh my God, my body is in so much pain and I'm always suffering and holy shit, poor me, poor me. Oh my God, this is so terrible. See, like life is just so hard. Um, and uh, discomfort is like, wow, I'm in a lot of fucking pain, but I also know this is temporary. And I also know that I'm in my power. And I also know that I will come back to my reality. So getting to that perspective is a study. It's a process, right? And this also is kind of looping back into the programming that we talked about in our conversation on Instagram, <sighs> just about like um, God, right? And we, you know, the things that we learn about God and our... We are here to suffer, right? The meek shall inherit the earth and, you know, poverty, the, the poor shall be inherited of the earth and like all this stuff, right? Um, we talk a lot about sin and we talk a lot about um, uh, reconciliation and how we are born with original sin. And so it is this really like programmed belief system within us that is uh, associated with suffering that shows up and we create it in our life and you're creating it right now, which is beautiful because you are aware of it and now you are trying to find a different path and do something different. So a lot of the times when we're not in right relationship with our God or spirit or the universe, whatever you identify with, again, when we have a relationship that's based on suffering, it plays out in our reality. And the reason it plays out like this in a way that's like really hard and painful is because God, spirit, source, universe is trying to say, there's a different way, wake up, right? Like there's a different way, wake up. I am not here to have you suffer. I am not here to make things hard. I am here to let you be all that you are, to be happy and healthy and whole and beautiful and, and sacred, right? Like you are God. So, um, yeah, if you believe God causes people to suffer, you're going to create that for yourself, you know? So just some stuff to think about, some perspectives to shift, right? Um, if at any point when I am talking to, I just want to say for the purposes of our dialogue, Ashan, at any point, just write the word question or put a question mark in the comments so that I know 
maybe write the word question so that I know, oh, she has something that she wants to ask. Let me pause this channel here because something's coming up for her, right? Like that will be a great way for me to read your energy. So just keep that in mind moving forward on our call. So um, cool. So we have all these beliefs, right? And like the question may be like, well, how do I rewrite these, right? Like, do you believe, I, this is the first step. Do you believe that you can rewrite these beliefs? Yes, beautiful. Do you know how? No, okay. <laughs> Would you like to learn how? <laughs> beautiful, okay. So um, the first step that would be really helpful for you, you know, for anybody moving through this type of thing uh, is to first and foremost, be aware that um, your perspective and relationship with God is the, the tool at, at which you manifest in life. So our job and our responsibility is to make our channel and relationship with source as pure and as sacred and divine and as holy as possible, right? That is your focus. Like take a break from bullying yourself and looking at all of the things that your mother has done, right? We'll talk about that's part of your, how to, how to heal this thing that's moving through you is to, to navigate that a little bit differently. Um, but uh, always first and foremost, just being aware that what we are rewriting at our core is our relationship with spirit, our relationship with God, our relationship with source. So how do we rewrite our relationship with that energy? First, um, it's about knowing what you believe right? And, and having truth in your belief system and making sure that your belief system in that relationship to that is sacred and makes sense to you and feels in alignment to you and feels like it's protective for you. Like having the belief that God is here to hurt you and make you suffer is such a disempowering belief system to carry, right? So, um, do you believe that you are the creator of your reality? No. Is there a little part of you that thinks maybe or yes? Yes, okay, good. So um, duality, let's speak to this. This is really important, right? It's all of us have the answer to that question is yes and no, right? Yes and no. It's like, there's a part of me like, yes, I believe I am the creator of the, my reality. And there's also a part of me that says no. The part of you that says yes and no, right? Um, at any season of your life, these parts of you uh, operate at a certain percentage level, you know, to create a whole 100% version of self. So right now, do I, in this season of my life, <clears throat> do I believe that I am the creator of my, my reality? Yes, 95%. And the 5% is the stuff that I am not aware of or blind to or need learnings on that I'm unaware of. Things that God, source, creation is going to provide me to teach me, to help me, to shift me. We are everything and we are also nothing, right? We are always everything and always nothing. So we are always able to create our reality. And at the same time, we're always not. It's just about where you are in your perspective right now in this point of time and knowing how to work with that, right? So now for me, I'm 95%. So that means that I trust my intuition. That means that I know what I want to create for myself and I drive towards it. That means when I'm in prayer, I'm directing the energy and moving the energy and being in constant ability to connect with that, right? I know my power. It's also in this season, 95% holding myself accountable. I know I'm the creator of my reality, so I got to fucking show up and do my work, right? And the 5% is like, you know, if something really unexpected happens, like just as an example, I'm, I'm a creator of my reality, right? But I'm running this retreat and I found out last minute that one teacher 
wasn't going to be a part of it if the other teacher is going to be a part of it. And then the whole schedule had to change and I had to message all the girls. And I was like, oh my goodness, holy shit. I have no control over this, right? There's my 5%. And my 5%, I can look at that and be like, I'm a victim, right? Oh my God, like, God, why are you doing this to me and making things so messy? Or I can also say, spirit actually knows what's best and is bringing me that in that direction. And this is the best decision. And this is why this is unraveling for me. So the no 5% is also still really pure because it's not about being a victim of my circumstances. It's about seeing that what is coming to me that's without my control is also still for my greatest good. All of it is for my greatest good. So does this land with you? Does this make sense? Yes, it does. Beautiful. Okay, so speaking more to that, right? Sometimes we're not in right relationship with those percentages. So we're like 90% no and 10% yes. We're like, well, there's this little part of me that thinks I can create what I want and have what I want. But there's like this other really big part of me that says I can't. Oh my God, it's like so hard. Um, and I'm out of control and life is just happening to me and all of this stuff, right? Take your power back. That's what I'm going to say to you. Take your power back. In every single moment of your life, you have a decision to decide that you are the creator of your reality and that everything happening to you is for your greatest good. And it's not to suffer, but to release suffering. So when you're doing these prompts about your mom, you're almost, in, from my perspective and the energy of what I'm hearing with all of this, it's like you're indulging in it. Like it's becoming the reality that you're feeling in your physical body because you're like, oh my God, wow, this is so much suffering, my pain, my suffering, my pain, right? Um, in our work, in the process of looking at trauma and what we have been through can also be um, of a different perspective. It can be like a release and a let go. And part of when we're doing the inner work and we're writing all of these things, if it's recreating that emotion for you of suffering, it's not being done from the right perspective or from a perspective, not that's right or wrong, but like from a perspective that actually supports you. Does this make sense? Yes. Okay. Beautiful. So, um, so what do we do differently? Um, first and foremost, the suffering that we have endured as a child, I had a lot of suffering as a child, right? Like I was I was beat when I did things that were wrong, even though I didn't understand why they were wrong. Um, I was controlled. I was abused verbally, right? Like a lot of, just a lot of suffering, you know? And I played it out in creating relationships where I was not treated well, because that was what I learned as a child. I'm deserving of relationships that aren't treating me well. And so I continued that pattern. And at some point I was like, holy shit, I, wow, I like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm, I'm worthy. I'm, I'm going to change the story. I see it's a pattern that I'm creating for myself. I'm not going to do this anymore. You said same here. Yes. So part of what's, what's happening now is becoming, you're getting clear on like where in your life you're not in right relationship. Like, where are you not in right relationship with your body? Where are you not really in right relationship with God? Where are you in not relationship, not right relationship with inner work, right? Like all your mother, all of this is coming up to show you it's time to get clear and to become in right relationship with these things, right? So what, what can maybe be a little bit more helpful in uh, navigating the inner work is focusing on release exercises, right? Like, I'm wondering if for you, um, the way that your pain is within the body, um, if there are things that you can do, modalities that you can practice that are loving rather than focusing on all of the abuse and suffering that has existed. Uh, an example of this would be writing these experiences out. And if you have already, like it seems you have, taking that piece of paper specifically, reading it, looking at it and burning it and saying, I release this suffering. I release this suffering from my body. I release this suffering from my life. I let this suffering go. 
right? I come back into my worthiness and my power. I, I feel really called to suggest either breath work or sound healing. I know for you with the jaw, breath work might feel hard, but maybe inhaling and exhaling nostril breathing, it will be really helpful for you. There's a lot of videos of that on um, YouTube, right? To just kind of focus on bringing loving vibration into the body, right? Rather than trying to uh, uh, stop the pain with force, right? Let's bring in gentleness. Let's bring in sound healing. Let's bring in essential oils, massage, right? Like there are so many things that we are also learning, right? You're not just learning how to come into right relationship with all things, but you're learning how to come into right relationship with yourself. And part of that is learning how to take care, right? Your body is shutting down because your soul is like, you need to learn how to take care of yourself. And you don't do that. You're taking on all the anxiety of the world. You're reacting to the environment around you. Stop, right? So a study in learning how to care for the body, uh, you know, the HEAL program would be great for you for where you're at. But I also think that besides that, taking these steps to reprogram and rewrite your relationships with stuff. Like you say right now, I take care of everyone else first. Yeah, that's a modeled behavior. That's a modeled behavior from your mother or your father um, because either they did that and showed you that that was important or they didn't do that. And you became somebody that was like forced to take care of everybody else or whatever, wherever this story plays out. And the pause here that's really important is to ask, who does my soul really want to be? Who does my soul really want to be? And consciously choosing that and creating that and getting clear on that, like that's where your study is. Um, so yeah. So um, with all of that, that's my, that's my suggestion and focus for where you are. I do want to hold space to that's deep. I love that. Perfect. Okay, good. Yeah. And let this conversation too, I'll say like after this conversation, like you can go back and listen, um, take note, like go journal around, like what you learned, reflect on what you've learned, take it with you, right? Like allow the medicine of whatever came through today or continues to come through to just help you. Okay. Support you in your life. Uh, I know we did also say that we were going to talk to concepts of God, right? And spirituality and creator and like the God that exists outside of us and within us and all of those things. So you had questions come through on the Instagram, I remember. So I think what I will do is pull that up and uh, we can dive into kind of some of that topic. Does that sound good to you? How do I connect with spirit is the question. Yeah, so uh, let me just find your Instagram handle. Here you are. Okay, uh, how do I connect with spirit? That's a great question. Okay, so have you ever felt God before? I don't know if that yes is from this or from a previous question. So just tell me, no, you have never felt God before. Okay. So, um, that's okay. Have you ever felt a knowing about a higher power? I feel like he's moved this around for me, but I don't feel like I've felt him. Okay. Okay. Um, have you ever there? And the reason I'm asking these questions is because this is, these are all different modalities of spiritual experience. Have you ever felt like you witnessed a sign from the universe? Yes, beautiful. Have you ever felt uh, have you ever experienced somebody else being truly of God? Yes, okay, good. Um, 
have you ever witnessed the magic of the world in some way, shape, or form? Yes, beautiful. Okay. So these are all everything that I just shared. These are like modalities of spiritual communication or spiritual connection. Um, we all have different ways that this happens. So one way of like spiritual connection is talked about as like a spiritual awakening. And there are different types of spiritual awakenings. The, the one that is most often talked about is like a kundalini one where you feel the presence of God on like a universal level and you feel the energy of God moving through your entire body. This is like anytime you're connected to spirit and you feel tingles in the body or energies moving in the body, this is like, this is God, right? This is how we connect to God is through that body experience. That requires the body to be turned on, right? So taking care of the body, nourishing the body, keeping the body really healthy, avoiding processed foods is, this is so fucking important on like a soul level, because when you're putting that stuff within the body, even meats that like aren't grass fed, it's uh, like a low vibrational energy that's like coming into your body lower. And it's not bad to have these things, right? We can allow ourselves to indulge and create balance from time to time. But like, we also just need to be aware that our bodies are like satellite signals. They're like antennas and there are ways to connect to spirit, the feelings that we have through the body. So that would be a first suggestion for you is to like focus on how the body feels when you're in prayer, focus on um, when you do feel sensations like that and focusing also on making sure that your, your temple is honored in that way. Another way we connect to spirit is through silence. So feelings where I have been able to feel the universe, like on a soul level, on a body level, on all levels, um, that has happened in silence and that has happened in nature. So the more that you can do that, shutting off technology and being in your silence, being in your prayer, being connected to Mother Earth, those are really big, beautiful ways to deepen your relationship with spirit. Another great way is to communicate. So uh, sometimes we can connect to God and we can get answers and we can say, God, please show me a sign. Or we can write to God, right? And we can write our letters of prayer and we can set intentions through written word or we can speak them out loud. So communication in the human dimension, right? These are all really great ways to also deepen your connection with spirit. And getting to know your relationship with God, maybe closing your eyes and going in silence and asking questions like, hey, creator, consciousness source, like how, tell me, tell me, right? This is my perspective. Um, I feel like there is, uh, you know, when we talk about like spirituality and God the Father, right? God the Father. It's a very true energy. It's how, it's a way for us to understand the source energy that is behind God the Father, right? Like God the Father is a piece of this and God the Mother right? Mother Mary, right, is a piece of this. And Jesus, right, is a piece of this. There's, there are all these different pieces that all equal um, and connect to this big, powerful source energy frequency, which is the energy of love. All of these things are from the energy of love. And when we say, I'm trying to deepen my connection with spirit, what we are also saying is I'm trying to deepen my connection to love and understanding what love frequency is and how it exists in me and how it exists in my life and how it exists outside of me in connection to great spirit, right? So uh, activating love within your life, activating love within all the ways of your being, right? These are beautiful ways of study and in how you treat yourself. Right, like from now on, when when pain is moving through the body, like I want you to really start anchoring into the belief system that every cell in your body is well. And if you have to chant that, if you have to sing that, if you have to write it down, every little cell in my body is well. Allowing yourself to feel powerful over your body, 
Like, I think sometimes we have this perspective that the body exists outside of the soul. We're like, oh, we have the body, we have the soul, we have the spirit, we're like all separate, right? We have our mind and these are all separate things, but they all exist under the realm of the soul. Like the soul is in charge of the body. The soul is in charge of the mind. The soul is in charge of how you connect with things and your belief system that you choose to carry and all of that. So um, create soul sacred time nourish your soul. What is your every moment? What does your soul need? When you start getting tension in the body, what does your soul need? Do you need a deep massage? Do you need a, a walk? Do you need to breathe? Do you need to pray? Do you need to uh, watch TV and relax, right? Like learn how to meet your needs. And part of the reason that hasn't happened is because you've been overindulging and serving other people, taking care of everybody before yourself, right? So uh, what's really helpful is to um, take ownership of that pattern that you have and see how that pattern has been showing up for you in your life. Make changes, right? Put the boundaries up. Do differently. Okay, you know this now. So rather than seeking significance or recognition or love by how much you give to others, seek your own recognition and love for how you serve yourself. Like, I want you to go to bed every day and be like, damn, I did such a good job caring for me. I did, I did this, I did this, I did this. Whew, I took care of my, good job. You know, like give yourself that love. Yeah, this is beautiful. That is so deep. Thank you, Ashan. So, yeah, so where do we go from here? Do you have a question coming through? Do you have something you want to share? One of the things I mentioned on Instagram is that I feel like God could take away my pain because he's so powerful. But instead, I feel like how can he watch me suffer in pain because he's outside and inside of me? Yeah, so. Mm, I got a lot to share in this. Okay, this is good. Let me drop in on this. You're, this is awesome. I'm having the best time. So I am too. Good. I'm happy to hear that. So the anger that we feel to God because he's making us suffer. Okay, that's all based on a belief system that is not serving you. And part of the belief system of this that is not serving you is that your external stuff outside of you, right, affects how you feel. All the COVID stuff is affecting how much anxiety I carry in my body. God outside of me could save me and he's not. What an asshole, right? Like that feeling, uh, how can he watch me suffer in pain? I think when I look back on my life and I see the suffering that I endured, right? I see the suffering that I've been through, um, how I as a child did not get what a child deserves to get wasn't treated the way a child of God deserves to be treated. Um, you know, in those moments, I was suffering so much. In the moments of being raped or attempting suicide or getting Lyme disease, right? I suffered. And what I didn't realize was that suffering is a choice. Suffering is a choice. Going through challenge sometimes is not a choice. Suffering through those challenges is a choice. And I didn't know how to choose better for myself because I was constantly letting other people's choices outside of me 
dictate my life and then dictate how I felt. So you are in a season of now learning to no longer suffer. And part of this is also a study of coming back into your power and becoming somebody who believes that she can have everything that she fucking wants. Somebody who believes that she is so strong and so powerful that she can will herself to rewrite what's happening in the body. Our bodies are so powerful when we work with them instead of against them. So um, keep that in mind. Uh, I also will say uh, nerve damage and pain in the body. I have seen and heard from many plant medicine teachers how, and from my own personal experience as well, how plant medicines can help with the navigation of stuck energy within the body. Like it would also be helpful, I think, for you to do like some Reiki energy work in that area of the body as well. Um, but sorry, that's coming through. I know that's a little sidestep from what we're talking about, but um, God is not going to just give you love and happiness and, and symbiotic relationship in all areas of life. Um, I have never heard of anybody who, who, who lived that way without first going through the dark night of the soul. And that's what this is. I really encourage you to watch like the Joseph Campbell dark documentary, Dark Night of the Soul. Um, it's called Finding Joe. And it's this concept all in the human life um, and the study of the hero's journey. It's this process of, I'm, uh, you know, like look at Finding Nemo is a great example of this. It shows up in movies all the time. But Finding Nemo, he, he wants to find himself, he wants to be happy, and then he goes through this dark night of the soul where he like, shit gets really, really bad and all this stuff, and then comes out on the other side and he's happy with his dad again and everything. So you're in that dark night part, right? You're in this part where you're like trying to have your realizations and your wake-ups and your healthiness and your vitality and everything that's coming to you is like, fuck, right? So what's important to know is that there is another side to this right? You can be in a place where God is giving you all the happiness, love, play, freedom, all of those things, but it's going to require you to take your power back a little bit. You know, that's really what this is about. God wants you to be powerful in a healthy way. God wants you to be abundant in a healthy way. God wants you to feel healthy and, and vital and have a good, strong body in a healthy way. So this is your process of working with God more deeply and having a new relationship with God. Like if you're telling me like the stuff like that's happening with you in your body also too is happening at the same time that you're having these pivotal shifts in your perspectives of God, right? That's huge. That's a big thing right? Like my health issues, it was the same thing that happened. Health issues at the same exact time, I'm moving through these big, deep perspectives of God. It's a, it's a reset to your system. It's an awakening and it's fucking beautiful. Okay. So the next time you feel pain, you feel suffering. I want you to remember this is God helping you and moving things through you and teaching you how to really be in your power and recognize that God is you. Like you are so sacred. You have uh, this perspective of um, duality that exists within us, right? You have God and the devil within you, right? We're, we're one. It's all the same thing. It's definitely different, right? The, the evilness of the devil and God are very different. Um, but we have both within us. We're all connected. And so what I, what I mean by that, like, when I say like the devil, right, this is not like an evil demon that we learn about in Christianity, right? It's the suffering addiction. It's the fear-based thoughts. It's the anxiety. It's the ego. It's the negative thinking. And like the devil's real loud, you know, like if you don't tend to those things, that part of you gets the weeds grow, the wildness expands, right? And now you're in your suffering and you're like, 
God, where are you? Where are you right now, right? This is your time to build that really deep connection with practice and prayer and, and relationship and study, right? If you are going to remove the belief systems that you once had about what God was, it is your responsibility to continuously explore what you think God is. And that will change and evolve over time. You know, um, I used to have this relationship with God that was very different than what I have today. And the reason I have the belief systems I carry now is because I got curious. I started to question things. I started to connect more, spend more time connecting. Um, I read more, like there's a book called Oneness by Rasha. If you like to read, it's a really powerful book on the concept of oneness energy. That is what all of this is, love, right? Love energy, like we talked about, is behind God. It is like the whole point of this. So studying oneness was really powerful for me. Um, there are plant, you know, plant medicine, obviously, of course, we've talked about that, breath work, sound healing, uh, spiritual online classes, right? Like the membership is a good place. There's ceremonial work in there for you to tap in. Uh, but yeah, I just... I really encourage you just to continue to explore that and to maybe spend some time connecting with the body of like, what is, um, I don't know if you looked at Louise Hay, you can heal your life. She did, uh, she and Wayne Dyer, Wayne Dyer is like great to study as well. I'm sorry, I'm throwing all of this at you, but I think it's important so that you can continue to support yourself after this call. Um, but Louise Hay, she had like, uh, breast cancer. She was uh, raped at a very young age multiple times and had a lot of trauma. And she went on this deep healing journey and built a really strong connection to God. Her story is amazing. You Can Heal Your Life is the name of her book. And in that book, she actually has like a, a glossary of like where you have pain and what it represents. So like you can look up like pain in the jaw to like see what that means and nerve pain to see what that means and anything else that's coming through. And to just look at those things like, um, you know, for me, it's my hip. I have a lot of sexual trauma. So my hip represents that. There's also like, um, there's lots more. So yeah, I want you to just look that up. Um, but yeah, so connecting to the body and spending more time figuring out what it's speaking to you and what it means. I think that would be really helpful. How do I take my power back? So um, do you know how to pray? <sighs> yes, perfect. So I was talking about this with a sister um, a couple of days ago, actually we spend all of this time asking, how do I do this, right? How do I heal my life? How do I, um, how, how do I overcome my food addictions? How do I heal this nerve damage in my body, right? How do I do this? Well, um, I will say what's more effective for me in getting the result that I want anytime I'm asking that question is to spend less time asking how to do it and spend more time asking how can I remember my prayer for this work. So if your work right now in this season is learning how to take your power back, the question you can be asking is how do I remember my prayer in every moment? that I'm in a study of learning to take my power back. And that may look like journaling every morning, today I promise to take my power back, right? That may look like a prayer you say every night, thank you for letting me take my power back, God, right? Thank you. Um, that can look like showing up to hold uh, your body accountable because, uh, Right now, there's this pattern of the body overwhelming your balance as a soul, right? It's affecting your soul. It's affecting your health, happiness. It's affecting your life. So part of that is going to be to use the soul to direct the body rather than having the body be so overwhelmingly controlling of everything else in your reality. Um, you have to learn how to direct your body and that requires discipline and showing up for your prayer. So taking your power back, like 
let's get some rituals going to take care of that body. Are you going to massage that area of your body every day? Are you going to cut out high inflammation foods, right? Um, are you going to explore plant medicine? Are you going to set a ceremony schedule for yourself? Like what can you do to will the body to move towards these goals? Uh, that is going to be really, really important. And taking your power back is also about decision. Um, there's this real truth the, in the moment of decision-making, our destiny is shaped. And I can tell you, uh, there have been many times where I have made a decision for myself and it took me a long while to actually like really be in the result of it, but I made decisions, you know, like I said, I'm going to make a decision to take my power back. And then like a month later, I was like catching myself because I was overgiving to my mom and putting her needs before mine. And I was like, oh my God, fuck, I didn't take my power back. And I could go down that story rabbit hole and be like, man, I, I made that decision for myself. I fucked up. I, I didn't, I didn't do it. It didn't happen. Here it is again. And then feel bad about ourselves all over again. Or we can be like, okay, cool. Everything that comes to me is for the purposes of my healing. And I'm in this healing of, of learning to take my power back and spirit is showing me the lesson and I see it and I learn it. Great. Let's move forward another deepening of this work. The more you start to have that perspective, um, you feel really powerful because you're not abusing yourself anymore, right? Like don't abuse yourself. You are abusing yourself. Stop it. You're beautiful. You're loved. You're so sacred. Like treat yourself with that energy. Treat yourself like a child of God every day. So um, yeah, all of that and doing the things that make you feel powerful. Like I, I love to sing to feel powerful. I love to play to feel powerful. I love to um, create artwork to feel powerful. I love to show up and share my story to feel powerful. So like, you know, find your tools, find your modalities that will allow you to start to feel this energy in your body again and make a decision today to heal, make a decision. That's it. I'm interested in the heal program. Perfect. Yeah. I think it would be a really good fit for you, especially, um, you know, and I just, let's just speak to that, right? Like the heal program is very sacred and very effective and it's also not for everybody. Right. So, um, for you, I think it's really great. I think it would be perfect because it will teach you how to move through these woundings that you have from childhood and also teach you how to correct your, correct your behaviors in the now and how you're showing up and integrating in life. There are modalities on healing the body and the mind and the spirit. There is reclamation of self-practice. There is just a lot in there. So um, I would really encourage you if you feel called um, send me a direct message and we can talk. There's like a special offer right now and I can share that with you. For anybody that um, books a discovery call within the month of August and comes into the program, they get a special deal. So um, we can, because you can't talk on the phone, we can talk about that on Instagram. So I will share that with you there. And uh, because you don't need a discovery call, you're, you're ready for it. I, I just feel it for you, yeah. Um, you are on a beautiful journey, sister. And you don't even know how powerful you are. And I know you are going to look back on all of this and see this as, wow, that was the moment everything in my life fucking changed, right? Like you are doing this work and you are amazing. All of this that's coming up for you is the opportunity of reclamation. And that's what God, I think, really wants his children to have. You know, like the story of um, suffering that we endure and we come out the other side, like you are on the brink of your happily ever after, you know, it's right there and it feels hard and heavy. And sometimes it feels really far away, but just know that like, it's, it's over, right? Yeah. I can feel it, but the pain sucks. Yeah. Pain sucks sometimes. Like, you know, give yourself permission to, to, if you want to cry about it, cry about it. If you want to feel sadness about it, feel sadness about it. 
move the energy, don't indulge in it, right? So when you're crying and you're feeling all this suffering, there's always this moment after you cry where you like feel better, right? Take that pause and be like, wow, I just released so much. Oh my God, I feel so much better. Like take that moment, like allow the suffering, um, again, in all aspects, it's coming up to be released. So when the jaw is hurting, massaging and, and focusing on releasing energy, right? This is all temporary for you. I feel like you're gonna blossom and thrive after this. Yeah. And also too, I know bee venom therapy was very helpful for me in, um, in my journey of healing like neurological stuff, but also um, pain. Like it has been very good for people who have like arthritis or fibromyalgia and um, all of that. But please, you know, use your own judgment and study of these medicines and make decisions that are based on your own health and your own needs. Um, yeah. So that's what I'll say. But anyway, um, this was beautiful. This was such a beautiful dialogue and it was such an honor to be here on this call with you. And uh, we will connect on Instagram. Thank you so much for this call. Everything you said resonated with me deeply. I was moved to tears. I can't wait to replay this recording. Yeah, so I'm gonna put this on the podcast if that's okay with you, because this was super juicy. And um, yeah, I think so many people wanna hear it. So if that's okay. And, and then we can, you know, celebrate and continue to dive deeper inside of the HEAL program. Yeah, thank you for your medicine, Ashan. This was beautiful for me as well. I love you so much. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll, I'll message you on Instagram about the HEAL program, okay? Take care, sister. I love you. Mwah. Have an amazing day.